Imperial soldiers in Xeon, so we are certain to be victorious in this war! What's really happened right now is we I've trapped you into the uh, the new podcast called uh, Learning German with Fern. Oh, fuck no. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> there is no learning German here. Especially not with me. This is when Zach and Dallas come in out of nowhere and I, I dip <laughs> out. It's the, the, it's their no, show. you can't do this to me. <laughs> We've ambushed you. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I opened by telling Matt about our conversation, the initial pitch for how we were going to do this. And when you're like, well, what are you going to ask everybody? I'm like, well, ask such such about this, ask you about your heart, ask this. And it gets down to Matt. It's like, there's just no negotiating with a terrorist. <laughs> you you can't. Yeah. You don't win. You only lose. It went surprisingly well, though. It was super calm. Oh, Matt's great. But don't tell him that I said that. Well, I mean... That brings up questions about the, uh, the the initial interview when you guys started talking about the uh, the best pairing, how it's definitely Haddock cross uh, Mad Gun. Oh my god. I'm sorry, but Haddock is dead. <laughs> he's, I know. He's gone. What about his brother Hammock, though? Hammock? <laughs> oh, he's on fucking Hawaii just chilling. <laughs> chilling far, far away from Adam's oh, yeah. evil, evil hands to fucking murder him. <laughs> he felt something. A disturbance in the force and decided to stay as far away as he could. he could he could sense the hands of an evil god preparing to just wipe out the bloodline it's like nope stay in hawaii you have three characters in reality wait do i hold on i think i have haddock i have naps and steve is that the three yeah that's all three okay, okay. <laughs> just to make sure like the only person that has more characters than you technically in in the entirety of the dead set media franchise would be dallas but Within Fetty's Come itself, you and Dallas tie because you're the only you're the only people that who experienced death. <laughs> oh man, it's not fun. I don't yeah. recommend it. Yeah, I only experienced it once though. Okay, with Haddock. Okay, Sleeps is alive. <laughs> Mark my words. Oh God, we'll we'll, we'll get back to Sleeps. <laughs> but with Haddock, yeah. Did you did you know that you were going to die coming into oh, that yeah. episode? No, I mean. Uh, the whole Haddock thing was planned from the beginning. Like Adam approached me like way before I joined the podcast. It was like, oh yeah, down the line, you can be like a guest character. And well, when it came to that, we sat together and, you know, hashed out a plan, what kind of character I would be and what the arc would be like. So he would actually prep me for those episodes, like just basic stuff, like the the basics of what's going to happen. Like, oh, we're going to do this and this and this one. Or, um, oh, don't worry about this one too much. We're just going to move around a bit. And then for the last one, we pretty much planned out what's going to happen to me. 
How does it how does it feel being the uh, the only like completely pre pre planned death that we've had? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't have any particular feelings towards it. It was just for the story, I guess. I mean, you, you don't really have time to build up a, an attachment to the character of Haddock, really. Yeah, not really. But we did lean into like archetypes that I kind of like. You know, old serious kind of characters. I usually tend to like those. So yeah, Haddock. It could be fun if he was still around, but you know he's not <laughs> on that now. Did your uh, your time as Haddock um, influence how you built uh, Seymour Naps? Uh, yeah, I didn't want to do the same thing again, so I tried to come up with something different, like completely different. And you know, the first thought was, "Oh, what if I was actually a Zeke?" And yeah, we went with that. I with the like type of playing naps i feel like i'm having a little bit of trouble making them different but now that the like system got overall because he has like he's supposed to have like some kind of trauma he's supposed to be like a kind of over it kind of character like he's done with all this stuff but with the old rules it never really came into play but with the new ones uh, there's like a skill that i have oh well it's more like a nerf that if i roll too good i have to roll again Stuff like that. It's gonna be more interesting. Is it the the burnout trait, right? Yeah, the burnout. That's like the character archetype. You know, if the rules were out, it would be much easier to explain this stuff. But <laughs> basically, the characters are ordered into like character archetypes. And I forget what Haddock was, but he was like a, a veteran type of character too. And the veteran is then segmented into different uh, archetypes by itself, and then. The burnout type is, is one of them too, I think. But yeah, if you want like a quick answer to the, the last question again, yes, I tried to do something different with naps. In execution, I don't think I did that good of a job so far, but I'm going to try to play more into his like type of character that he's supposed to be. The kind of burnout, sick of the whole war kind of stuff. Uh, he just wants to get out pretty much. I mean, we've seen you be uh, a bit more vocal as naps in the last couple mm -hmm. episodes yeah i mean i'm in the gundam <laughs> i mean <laughs> you are the gundam pilot now that's, that's all there is to it <laughs> you, you survived cranking it up to five one of these days someone's gonna crank it up to 11 it's not gonna be me i'm terrified that it, it's gonna end up being lone star and <laughs> it's just gonna melt, melt immediately dude i don't like, well i don't know if lone star would even be a kind of character who would like slowly turn up the slider like I did. I wonder if Launcer is just going to be like, oh, what what does this do? And just does it like all the way like you do on those fucking character creation sliders just to see what happens. <laughs> it's like head explodes inside the cockpit. That would be funny. But also kind of awful. Be terrifying. Like it's straight up a scanner's moment of just Lone Star's head exploding in, in <laughs> the, the Pixie's cockpit. <laughs> I guess the gun is mine again. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna have to fuck Twitter questions real quick. <laughs> sure. So the first one comes in from Siege, actually. Um Okay, hey Siege. You're you're gonna get to answer this one uh twice. Okay. What? You'll 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 understand. Um if your character was forced into cooking for the Gordon Ramsay to impress him in a competition <laughs> against the others from the Ghost of the Inverness, what would you cook and do you think you would win? First I kinda wanna hear it from from Haddock. And then hear what uh, Seymour Naps would have to say. Oh my god. 
I don't think I've put this much thought into these characters, but I will try my best. <laughs> well, Haddock would probably try somewhat hard. He would not uh, do fish because his name's Haddock, and that is kind of weird. What do you want the nose? <laughs> yeah. Probably something like basic, like a steak that uh, could easily go very wrong, but he'd do his best. Maybe he would actually get get it right somewhat because he's pretty good at like everything he does. Like he tries hard, uh, but I don't know if it's enough to impress Gordon Ramsay, dude. Especially when he's yeah. on fucking American soil. Have you seen the guy in like American and and British television? Night and day, <laughs> he's way more somber in like British television. But we're getting off track. Naps would not try that hard. <laughs> Naps is just like over it before it even fucking begins. Oh yeah, he would like probably do something because he feels like he has to, but he would not try very hard, so he would not win anything either. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think he'd end up making? Like the like, just oh, the um, most low effort food possible, fucking mac and cheese or something. I don't know. <laughs> God, do they have that For, that in space? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I. Fuck, I imagine you could still get some craft dinner up in Mac and Space. <laughs> Ma- Mac and Space. Jesus. Mac Outer Space. <laughs> that stuff probably survives anything. Like a Twinkie, it'll survive a nuclear apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. But like that, him, him making Mac and Cheese reminds me of like a, an ex in college that pulled some shit. Like she came over, like I tried to like make a, like a, a low effort meal like real quick. Like she came over during meal hours without announcing herself beforehand, which yeah. fuck you for that. <laughs> And like insults my cooking. Oh my god, that is bad. And then she's like, "Like, come over to my place tomorrow. I'm like, and I'll, I'll make you a home cooked meal." I'm like, "All right, whatever." She's like house sitting for these rich motherfuckers. So like, we're in like this really fucking nice house. I'm still confused as to what the fuck we were doing there. Her way of coming back at me and like trying to one up me with cooking was to make some fucking mac and cheese. <laughs> well, but I made it from scratch. And I'm like, are you? Are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> oh man! I was like, it was, it was good mac and cheese. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not knocking the mac and cheese, but like, how the fuck are you going to come at me like this and then cook <laughs> me mac and cheese as a rebuttal? Oh, that's funny. She <laughs> said the most basic shit I do is better than whatever you do. Apparently, man. <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry, I'm going to have you answer a bunch of these kind of like as two parters, uh, specifically when it pertains to the character, because I kind of want to see the perspective of uh, both. Haddock and naps. People need to let go, dude. Haddock is gone. Haddock is gone. You know, it's gone. Fine. No, it's fine. We will answer these then as naps and sleeps. This is no. what you want in your yes. life then. <laughs> so tell me what the fuck sleeps would have done for Siege's question then. What would sleeps have cooked for Gordon Ramsay? And do you think sleeps would have fucking won? Oh, it would have been the most decadent of meals you could ever imagine. <laughs> it would have been like a fucking. Five Cosmia. <laughs> yes. And then Gordon Ramsay could not get enough of it. It's so good. What's, what, what what courses would you have in this five-course meal? Uh, that's a secret. You'll have to buy the memoirs for that. Speaking of the fucking memoirs, <laughs> um, you, you bring up Sleeps' memoirs a lot. Oh, do I? I didn't know it is. Have, have, you, have you ever thought of just making some some bullshit for his his memoirs out there or have you actually written no <laughs> sleeps his memoirs i have not and no i have not to both of those it was just a bit but it's a funny idea i might <laughs> i might get to that 
one of these days you're going to get to this memoirs. <laughs> oh, God. All right, so this one will be for, uh, for, for naps and for sleeps. <laughs> you can ask for Haddock, too. It's fine. No, 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 no. You don't want Haddock anymore. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. He fucking... If they ask for Haddock, they, they, sh- they need to get Haddock. No one specifically asked for Haddock. Oh, my God. This was just you. It was just me. <laughs> I think Jason also asked for Haddock, but like that's a whole different story. And I know Matt's still... Matt, Matt got still sad about Haddock. <laughs> oh, man. That was a good fucking end of the episode, by the way. When Haddock died, the way the, the, the crew reacted, that was pretty damn good. I'm still very happy about that. It was intense. Yep. I mean, you were the first sign that uh, mortality was a thing. <laughs> you really were. And then it took Adam another year to kill somebody. <laughs> All right. So this one's from Twitter user Captain Ganymede. Um, if your character could go back in time and warn your past self about anything, uh, or about one thing, what would it be? Well, for Attic, it would be to not just open that cockpit like that. <laughs> like, obviously. Maybe he would even warn him about the that like special unit, that special Zaku unit in those like tunnels. I forgot the name. I'm not a super Gundam nerd. I'm sorry. Oh, the... Um... It was like some kind of wolf thing, right? Midnight Fenrir. Yeah, that's what it was. That's all about right. Probably one about those because that was a dangerous encounter. But yeah, definitely the goddamn cockpit. Fucking look what you're doing, Haddock. For sleeps? I don't remember what happened to sleeps exactly. <laughs> so, uh, no clue. For s- sleeps, I think you he ended up getting shoved down a hallway in the wheelchair. <laughs> um, oh, shit, you might be right. Right as the Papua was getting ready to f- just finally explode before they had the uh, the showdown for the uh, um, the escape pods. I mean, he's fine either way. Like he's out there in space, and in like cryogenic sleep, he's fine. He'll come back. Uh, naps. Oof. A lot of stuff happened with naps, and I don't know how how like far into his like backstory we went in the actual podcast. And I don't want to talk about that too much if we didn't, so... Uh, I don't yeah. think we really went too deep. Yeah, I don't think I ever got, like, a, a big opportunity to talk about it. But there is, like, a backstory that I can bring up whenever it, like, gets brought up in the podcast. But anyways, that's for a different day. Maybe cut this part out, Dallas. I don't know. What would Naps warn himself of? Well, maybe actually warn him about the fight that ended up taking Copilot. Because he did warm up to the, the kid and then, then saw what happened to the rest of the crew. So that might be something. Do you think he would try to change anything with what happened there? That's a good question. Because he's like still he's a burnout. But he's also kind of sick of seeing people die. So maybe he'd probably try doing something. You think he'd try to either basically take co-pilot's place or just try to lay down a better, uh, better bit of covering fire maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. I don't know about taking his place. He's not a super, like, hero character. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what kind of kind of makes him what he is. Mm-hmm. It's like, you, d- you, don't, you don't need this, like, grand adventuring party of, like, absolute heroes here and there. It's like, that's, mm-hmm. shit's, shit's overplayed. It's cliche. Like, all of y'all kind of have your own little, uh, little spot that you tuck yourself into. Yep. Which is pretty nice. I think, like, pre-co-pilot's death like Lone Star was a little bit like more oh, yeah. over the top now like you guys are kind of kind of toned back down because like he realized like 
people could die still. Mortality's a thing. The episode after Copilot's death, maybe the next two ones after that. Jesus, <laughs> Lonzo is different. He was training in the Those woods. Those were dark as fuck. <laughs> then fucking Pax came and ruined everything. I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he dragged Lone Star down again. Um, this one also comes in from Twitter. This is going to be from Twitter name. I'm your stepladder. Who is your character most synergetic with on the team? Like, who do you get along yeah. with the best? Who do you think RP-wise your character just flows with the best? Okay, so, well, Naps, um, I feel like it's a mix between Rast and um and Cat. For some reason, Naps ends up in a lot of situations where he's just chilling with Cat, or Tiny, I should say, and they're just talking or drinking. Yeah, I think he's, like, most buddy-buddy with with Tiny at the moment. And Rast, he just sees as like this kind of guy he kind of needs to take care of. Because that guy is just a fucking ball of nervousness. And they share a common past being being Zeon soldiers under Lady Sog. So there's like common ground for them to uh, connect. It's, it's kind of interesting though, like that you'll end up being as buddy-buddy as you are when you flash back to... Um, the interrogation moment for the two of you. <laughs> and you both both take that shot at each other with the blanks, like in oh, the dark. Yeah. Somehow both miss, like, massively, but it wouldn't have mattered any mix blanks. But, like, like that was just self preservation. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, that was, that was, like, new, like, very new. He didn't know much about rest at that point. Brooks, you'd only been with the team since, uh, like, maybe three or four episodes earlier. I think it was something like that, yeah. But the, the just the reaction that Rast has towards you, and it's everyone's like, "Oh yeah, you, you, you know, that was a blank too, right?" You're like, "Yeah, uh huh, blank, totally knew it." Mm-hmm. Uh, well, again, that was some like going back to that previous question. That was like also something that I like thought that Naps would do that Haddock might not have done, leaning into the. Like burnout, like self-preservation first kind of uh, angle for naps. You think if it was to, that specific situation was to happen again, that you would uh, that naps would be willing to take the first shot? Mm, yeah, I mean, like he did warm up to rest. It's hard to say where they're at. Like right now, like yeah, he he feels like he needs to protect the kid, but also he's still Seymour naps. Like recently, he's gotten more um or like less burnout. I should say. At least in the way I portray him, yeah, maybe he would not shoot first again, if that makes any sense. I mean, you can you can definitely see like a fire kind of got reignited mm-hmm. within Naps after the uh, the most recent interactions with Lady Sark being back in the picture. Oh yeah, and now y'all have Lady Sark in your custody. Oh, what's left of her, anyways? <laughs> I mean, y'all like blown her the actual fuck up and she still showed back up to kill somebody last time. All right, Jesus. So, like, uh, I don't know what's gonna happen. Fuck you, Adam. That made no sense. She has no knees. She does have no knees now. Like, one, one of them's, like, dislocated and the other one's got a bullet <laughs> hole through it. But, um, with, like, with the weird precarious, like, the precarious situation you guys have yourself in now, <laughs> you've got the Federation at your backs. You've got Zeon at your backs. You've got a Zeon prisoner, like a high-level prisoner mm-hmm. in your possession. What do you, what do you think comes next? Um, 
Well, I think we're gonna try to leverage that prisoner as best as we can and try to get on the good side of the Federation again. Because uh, fighting as an independent unit against two like giant armies is not a good place to be. It's like it is a it is a very dangerous situation, specifically during the one year war. Oh yeah. Like, do you think the Federation's gonna let you let you come back with open arms again? Fuck no. <laughs> I mean, last time you guys came in on good terms, came in on good terms, and still, like, you and Rass got the shit beat out of yeah. you and interrogated. <laughs> I mean, I don't have any illusions, dude. The Federation sucks. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to Zeon. <laughs> I mean, if the, opp- uh, if the opportunity arose, do you think, like, Naps is gonna straight up try to return to Zeon? No comment. No comment? Okay. <laughs> gonna keep the suspense going. Yeah, fair. Fair. One more from Twitter. This comes in from username Turniped. What was your favorite moment to record? The first time Naps appeared and Copilot and Lone Star try to figure out if he's on their side. That was fucking funny. <laughs> With the like 4D chess that I was doing. I don't know if you remember, but I think I just told them, yeah, I'm, I'm a Xeon guy. And then they just, <laughs> I don't know. Dude, it was funny. Okay, that's all that matters. I, I mean, I remember them like trying to use Rast. To yeah. see if you're a traitor by telling Rast to tell you to kill them. Yeah. While it, while your convoy, it's like, oh, this is, this oh, is a terrible yeah, plan. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that was fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, I was playing like both sides in a stupid way. Like I was telling Rast, because Rast was still at this point, he was like kind of, he wanted to get away from them too, right? So I pretended to be on on, on his side. And then I told like Lone Star and Kofala that the kid wants to kill you or something like that, right? I think that was it. I think that's what happened, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that was fucking funny. And like even leading up to the moment where those, uh, where the cheap show up from Xeon. Yeah. I wasn't fully certain what the fuck you're about to do. <laughs> I got them down. Yeah. Uh, so that was funny, but also like again, Haddock's death. How the how the crew reacted. That was pretty nice. You've you've gotten to have uh you've gotten to have a couple impactful moments of your uh your your death and your uh return as a brand new character. <laughs> Let's say you guys make it through the one year war. Mm-hmm. You guys survive your way all the way out until I don't even know what fucking year frame Zeta happens in. I know it's post eighty three. That's all I know. Yeah, don't ask me, man. I'm not the gun yeah, on that. I don't know. Some, somewhere Jason's like upset with me right now for not knowing this. <laughs> with both of us. He's just shaking his fists at the sky like he, these two fucking idiots. We could just Google it, but you know, that's effort. We, we could. Like, I literally have Google open beside me because I had to verify <laughs> that I was correct when I said Midnight Fenrir. So I was like, I think that's it. Which, yes, it was. My brain was stupid. You know what? Fuck it. Now, now, now I'm googling when the fuck Zeta Gun is. <laughs> okay. Helps if, if I don't just write Zeta Gundam the first time, since there's a goddamn suit that's the Zeta Gundam. There is. It begins in double O eighty seven. That's like quite a ways away. Yeah, that's eight. That's eight fucking years. Okay. So say if we what survive until then or beyond that. Let's say, let's say you you survive until that point. Mm-hmm. What faction do you think? you would end up with an, as Naps if Naps survived that way. I think Naps has fucking had enough. <laughs> He's not doing war again. Naps would be one of the smart ones that's like, yeah, no, I'm going to retire, guys. Um, <laughs> fuck this shit. <laughs> fuck being a soldier again. Um, 
Yeah, someone else can go die. As soon as he like gets away out and dude, if the war's over, the war's over. Like he's done. But as to what he would do instead, I don't know. Something small. Something with not too much responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just try to go retire on a beach somewhere, just fish, fish and sleep. He's gonna fucking start working at Sakuvel. I don't I don't know that this low stress is as Naps thinks it is. <laughs> Fuck, what, what is the goddamn name of the Zaku Bell guy? I forgot. <laughs> yeah, He's I like forgot. one of those characters that get named in a bonus episode, I want to say. <laughs> so then when he came back, like we're all confused. Like, who the fuck is like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, could you imagine like the two of them together, like just trying to work a shift at Zaku Bell and it's the lunch rush. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Zaku Bell is not a good... <laughs> A good idea. Like, he's blitzed out of his mind, and Naps is just like, I don't even want to deal with this shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, uh, Naps would not enlist again. Done sooner than that if it can be. <laughs> I got out, dude, with my life. <laughs> you think I'm going to go back in, you stupid? Yeah. Fuck no. <laughs> this shit. The next questions like are, are, are more, more about you and less about the game itself. Mm-hmm. We've like we've heard you guys talk about you, Place, and Adam all meeting through uh, VizDeb a couple mm. times. Yeah, and then Adam is the only one who's ever actually met you in person. Yes, because he came to the UK when we had a meetup with some of the other people who are in that community. It was like what you guys went to London or something like that. Yes, London over like New Year's. Not a great idea, but you know. I like meeting people. Adam always says, oh, it's terrible. It's tired the whole time. Fuck you, Adam. I like meeting you. Fuck you, okay? You, you liked meeting him enough. You, you stuck around and here you are. Yeah. Getting sucked into a podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> so now like you're, uh, you, you do mostly stuff like as a digital artist now, like were you ever uh, traditional to start with? Do you still do tra- any kind of like traditional stuff now? Mm. Uh, I mean, yeah, I started doing traditional like way back. If you manage to find my deviant art, there's actually like super old stuff where I have like scanned pencil drawings and stuff like that. It's not very hard to find if you know my name. Link in the description. Fuck no. Um. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I got a tablet at some point. It was like a super cheap no-name thing. And then I almost exclusively did digital. At some point that fucking thing broke. So I had to do traditional for a while again. But then I got another tablet. And since then, I think I've really just exclusively been doing digital art. I've barely touched a real fucking pen in years. <laughs> what do you find like really uh, gives you, I guess, like a mixture of like your motivation and your inspiration when you're doing a lot of your digital stuff? Um, well, it's mostly probably just seeing other cool stuff, like following a bunch of artists that are like on, on all the socials, Twitter, etc. And they then reblog cool stuff. No, wait, it's retweet on Twitter. Oh boy. Boom a moment. The fuck did you reference? <laughs> I said reblog. That's fucking Tumblr lingo. Oh Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's it's mostly just seeing other cool stuff or playing video games and, and like they have cool designs that I like. But I also have a bunch of ideas that I wanna get done at some point. But those are scary because if I do them and I fucking fail. Uh, that never feels good, but I'll get that at some point. This point is just kind of finding your own personal courage and 
yeah enough motivation mixed with that courage mm -hmm. just actually sit down and do this thing and and not care too much like definitely care but not care too much yeah so i know it's been cool like getting to see your stuff um that you do for i know easter was one did oh, you yeah. i think you did something for halloween as well last year or am yeah, i crazy I don't maybe maybe not did i i might have skipped last halloween because i wasn't feeling too it's like i'm pulling up your fucking art station right now to to verify that i'm not crazy i think i am crazy hold on let me check too <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I'm, I'm i'm just seeing easter easter for 2021 and then your uh your kirano for 2021 i guess i didn't do a an actual halloween thing you did do some spooky shit for your end of the year wrap-up though that that like demon girl yeah that was just a prompt thing in like a server mm. but now we talk about stuff that people can't see i mean they, they can look it up but look at the description um <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, usually I have like certain things that I draw every year. Like for Valentine's, I draw this certain character. I, I draw a certain thing for Easter. Then there's another character that I draw for that character's birthday, etc. Which is fun, you know. It's always fun drawing like something and drawing the same thing in intervals to see how much you've improved. Hopefully. It can also like kind of get in the way of other stuff that I want to do. Like at some point I'm working on something, but then I look at the calendar and it's like, oh shit, that specific date is coming up. I need to do something for that instead. So the thing that I'm working on gets pushed pushed back. You just basically end up having to drop what you're doing and then yeah. push towards the the one thing that like you you kind of hold on to for your own personal progress. Mm -hmm. But you've also got like a very uh, very distinct color palette. I've noticed through a vast majority of your work, at least mm -hmm. in the the recent years. Um, what kind of what kind of draws you to that? Well, a big part of like how my work turns out looking in like color is just like actually the the process that I do. Uh, it's pretty low effort and simple. I just put down flat colors and have a a multiply layer with the shadows on top of that. Mm, when it comes to like the colors that I pick, though, that's just uh, mostly on intuition, and that came with time, a lot of time. You've been you've been at this for how many years? You think now? I can actually check if I go to my secret TV and out that nobody should fucking look at ever. As I'm over here scrolling through your art station and find the thing labeled mature content that I have to un <laughs> uncover, <laughs> and it's just, not even like it's not like I just oh I'm, no, it's a pinup. Yeah, 2010. Jesus Christ, 11 years. But that's like when I started, like way started with like the traditional stuff that I was talking about earlier. Okay. Oh my god, it looks so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you had to start somewhere. I'm mm -hmm. like, where where you are now, like, is I I love everything you do now, man. Oh, thank you. Like, I'm not I'm not here to to fucking like toot your horn, do anything weird like that. Like, it's just I, I enjoy your shit, man. We, we we've talked about this. Yeah, we have. Thank I also you. hope everyone enjoys us just referring to things off screen <laughs> yeah. that you're going to have to go walk off. Visual stuff. Uh, that's funny too. Like when, when did Dallas keep that in, in the last episode where, uh, where he was like, I don't see the name of my chip. Where do I put it? And then like the, the whole bit about the Excel sheet. Yes, that was it. That, okay, that entire bit was it. I, I, uh, otherwise I would have sounded like a madman right now. <laughs> That was funny too. 
I, like I enjoy like the random visual gags that happen in a, a, a completely auditory yeah. medium. It's pretty fucking funny, honestly. Got one last one for you, unless you have something you want to talk about. This is the uh, it's the end all be all final question coming in from the White Shadow himself. Oh fuck! Yeah, I know it's dangerous, right? It is. How does it feel to play the actual best character in Fetty Scum? <laughs> Did he ask that like everyone? He asked that question to you. You're touching my question, so he did ask everyone that. I answered your question by saying he asked that question to you. <laughs> to you. To, to oh. Furin. I'm not going to fucking dox you and say your name. <laughs> uh, it feels great. I'm in the Gundam, all right? I'm the best. I'm the strongest character right now. Nobody can best me. Uh, I'm staying in the Gundam. I am uh, the new new type. Uh, con candidate so yeah that, that's how it feels you heard it here first folks there will be no lone star running in space with the pixie the <laughs> the reign of seymour naps is here to stay